For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday. Max, how you feeling? I'm good. I'm feeling good. Yeah, I was uh, telling the DJs in in the book club that we have a new sponsor that's uh, coming up, I believe, in about a week or so. I'm going to start doing the ad reads for them, but they sent me some free product and it is a coffee place. So, uh, you know, uh, whole bean coffee. So, you get, you know, just fair warning, got to grind the own coffee beans there but not a euphemism uh yeah it's it's uh it seems to be working it's uh, the, the coffee seems to be working as i i can feel some more energy uh, i i usually don't sleep a panther knows this i'm just i'm like usually just fucking up all night and i don't sleep because as he's waking up i'm i'm still you know i was i, I think i was editing the zoo last night as you were getting up <laughs> <laughs> so uh i don't sleep much so coffee is my friend and, and i believe that our new sponsor is going to be my friend i'm not a coffee drinker not, not not my thing not my cup of tea if you will um but I, I do need to address something here i you know this whole book club thing everybody joining I, I don't know how many of you are new new or have been listening to us for a long time those of you who have been listening to us for a long time it's called a kiss of death for a fucking reason. And it's not a positive reason. And now we've got a new title of Herogasm Orgy, tribute to the boys. Um, this was a shit show. Why were you guys on the Steelers last night? <laughs> I just got to know. What, what were you thinking? Well, us or them? Them. Oh. We told it, it was a KOD. They were fucked. We was, told them. Take the brows. Super kiss of death, man. Whew. Everybody, everybody, on the, everybody on the podcast took uh, the Steelers. Or the uh, yeah, took the Steelers plus some points. Uh, yeah, I would, I would also, I would also like to address that yesterday was the first time ever I've placed a parlay bet. Ooh. Would you go zero and three hey, or one and two? I went zero and three. Zero <laughs> and three in our parlay <laughs> because it was the Diamondbacks. Eh. And Panther, oh, yeah. if you were if you were gonna argue, oh, we should have put the Reds in, eh. eh. 
Boston, see, the Red Sox. Eh. Oh, you see what extra innings did to me again? I did. I saw that. Yeah, the home team. Home team once again. Fucking it, super advantage there. Dick um, in the fact that Judge didn't get his 61st, so fuck that guy. Fuck that guy, indeed. <laughs> I think we got a lot of fuck that guys to talk about this morning. Oh, man. Uh, so I kind of did this last week. Uh, for the Thursday night game is is you know uh, why the team won and what could have been different. So I'll start <laughs> off with that. Why the Browns won? Not, yeah, why the Browns won? Uh, they they won the time of possession, and I think time of possession is one of those critical metrics in the NFL, and it, it plays heavily into my model, where typically a team that controls the ball throughout most of the game usually wins. And when there is a twelve minute difference between time of possession. That is hard to win a game <laughs> if the other other teams got the ball for that much longer. Uh, they did that on 171 team rushing yards, and Nick Chubb had 113 of those himself. Uh, Kareem Hunt added in an additional 47, and Jacoby Brissett scrambled and, and got some extra uh, yards there. Speaking of Brissett, once again, uh, a fine game, right? Uh, yeah. The whole thing is he's yeah. got to hold the fucking fort until Deshaun's back. 220 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions is a fine fucking game. Like, I, I will take that from my quarterback. If, if you're winning games and that's what he's doing, Alex Smith it if you have to. I don't fucking care. That's that's fine. Uh, Amari Cooper, uh, 101 yards and uh, one of those touchdowns from Jacoby Brissett. Seems like they've got a little bit of a connection going on. So if, if they can continue that, uh, Brown's going to stay competitive until John Watson's back. Uh, last point of why the Browns won. Their defense picked things up in the second half. And, you know, they were not impacted by the thoughts of a, another collapse like they had against the Jets last week. That defense was locked and loaded, especially in the second half, uh, tremendously focused in on stopping the Steelers. Now, what what could have been different? How this could have played out differently? How the Steelers could have won? Pittsburgh just one for nine on third down conversions. One for nine. If they had even a little bit more success there, they could have had a couple more red zone opportunities only in the red zone three times last night. This is not good. Uh, Steelers offensive line, they showed up. I, you know, I, I shit on them all day, all day yesterday going into the show. Offensive line showed up. However, I think now the pendulum shifts to your point, Arch. The uh, offensive game plan did not change. So, so my whole point was, well, they got to do this offensive game plan because their offensive line sucks. Offensive line was good, did not change the game plan at all, especially in the second half. Especially in the second half, they they looked stale and stagnant and tried to do the same shit in the in the second half that wasn't quite working in the first half. Uh, Trubisky got a lot of criticism for not being able to throw the deep passes, and he did. He he showed off his arm strength. He threw the ball downfield, just wasn't quite accurate with that. The only one, and it's probably possibly right now through two and a half weeks. Maybe through at the end of the season, the play of the year, the thirty-six yard fucking reception by George Pickens. That, of course, was more Pickens than Trubisky, because I think it was like, what, two yards away from Pickens. He had to extend his fucking uh, pinky to fucking catch the ball uh, OBJ style out there. Uh, maybe some of those passes were impacted by the wind. There was some heavy winds last night. Uh, he also had a 35 yard reception that was called back because of a penalty. So if not for that penalty, Steelers probably could have scored on that drive. Instead, they gave the ball back to the Browns. And guess what the Browns did on the exact next drive? They scored the go-ahead game. That was it. Done. Uh, also, this is the last point I'm going to make of what things could have been different. The Steelers are 0-6 when TJ Watt does not play. <laughs> that is a bad sign for them moving forward. So that is kind of what I saw from watching the game last night. Panther, I know you were sleeping. You were actually 
yeah, if, if you just recorded uh, uh, the zoo and then you probably went right to sleep. What have you seen from, you know, this morning uh, reading stuff and, and catching some clips? Well, so the Steelers were in this game. They were winning at halftime. But it goes it goes back to what I, we talked about yesterday is a lot of times, uh, particularly if you're being mildly successful or you're winning, an offense will take this attitude of, well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So they didn't change anything. So to your point, they didn't make adjustments in the second half. The Browns did. The Browns you know, adjusted their defense. And the Browns' offense fixed whatever was ailing them, and, and they were more consistent. The, the third down conversion goes to your uh, time of possession. If you're only going to go one for nine on third down, it's kind of hard to sustain drives because when you actually look at the, the number of drives, I think they were pretty even. Maybe Pittsburgh had one or uh, Cleveland had one more drive than uh, Cleveland or uh, Pittsburgh did. But if you don't sustain it, then you, you ask a lot of your defense and you lose that time of possession battle that you were talking about. The big thing that stood out to me, the offensive line played much better. Trubisky played much better, but Najee Harris still can't run the ball. 50, what, 55 yards, something thereabouts from Najee Harris is not going to get it done. I know we say running backs don't matter, but the running game does matter. If Pittsburgh's going to have this just incredibly mediocre, unchallenging, unaggressive offense, then you're going you're gonna to have to have an elite running game Hello, Cleveland. Good job, Nick Chubb. He's on my fantasy team. Uh, you're not. Najee Harris has got to be more involved or they're going to have to open up the playbook. We were talking before you got here, Arch and I, I. I don't know how much more Tomlin has to see for this offensive coordinator to be gone. He was brought in last year. Roethlisberger blamed the game plan. We've seen it through four games, three games now, the game plan. I, I, the offensive coordinator's got to go. I don't think there's any way around it. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. Uh, I I mean, Mitch Trushitsky is not a great quarterback. We know that. But they're not putting them in positions, the Steelers offense, to do much. I think I wonder if we went back and just covered up the down and distance, if we could guess what the down and distance was based on the play ran. I think first and 10 looks the same as second and one looks the same as third and 15. I I really question what Matt Canada is doing as the offensive coordinator. It, it's, it's ugly. But to Max's earlier point, you know, I think Jacoby might be the man to just kind of hold the fort. I think you're absolutely right. The Browns might not be totally out of it by the time Deshaun's back. I think I think he looks pretty good. And and then my first thought was, you know, I wish Mahomes' offensive line pass blocked that badly. Because they, ah. <laughs> they look pretty good. They look pretty ah. damn good last night. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, listen, uh, Chiefs, I think right now, third best offensive line in the league. Yeah, uh, but, I, but uh, yeah, Mahomes yeah. get hit a lot. Yeah, yeah. But again, so I, I think I made the same point about Joe Burrow yesterday. A lot of that is his own doing. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the offensive line statistics look great. But, you know, if you're going to fucking just kind of run around and scramble for like an hour, you're going to get hit eventually. You know, it's not on the offensive line. They can't, you know, unless they get called for holding plays every single fucking play. <laughs> well, not, um, not if your name's Kyler. He can just stand back there for a half an hour. Can we take a step back? Did you call him True Shitsky? Because if so, amazing. Yo, I stole that from, uh, I think it was Nardog. 
Okay, Nardog. That's, that's his new oh, name until he's on the bench. It's True Shitsky. Bravo. True Shitsky. Love it. Fucking love it. Uh, it's it's uh, 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 like Meth Curry. That's one of my favorite uh, nicknames we've ever uh, had for a player. Um, yeah, I don't think the Browns are out of it. I you know, I think I, I was kind of writing them off. You know, Panther, you had mentioned that the you felt the NFC North was the most competitive division. Uh, I I haven't seen it just yet. <laughs> you know? Well, well, competitive because uh, they're all North, mediocre. You know. The AFC North, uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, the Browns, the Browns are still in it. Listen, they are a you know choke job away from being three and zero, right? I mean, they should have beaten the Jets. If Nick Chubb doesn't score that touchdown, they beat the Jets. <laughs> now, Panther would have been happy from a fantasy fucking level, but they beat the Jets. If Nick Chubb just like, oh fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna stop right here and run out of bounds or, or just fall take to the knee, ground, knee, you know, yeah, take yeah. a knee, yeah, just take a knee. Keep the clock running right there. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I listen. I have I've been I guess a a, a brissette fucking uh, protector you have <laughs> for been many for years. years. Uh, when he was on the Colts, I I, I was surprised that the, I'll say this, and, and we'll see what Phil has to say if he's going to react to tomorrow's show. If they would have kept Brissett as the consistent force, even though he's not the quarterback of the future, I get that. But if they would have kept him as the consistent force all these years, as opposed to this fucking carousel of old farts, I do believe the Colts would be in a better spot right now than they are at the moment. <laughs> would have to agree with that. <laughs> what do you mean? They're not, they're not in a good spot with Matty Ice limping himself around the, around the field. <laughs> They, they weren't in a good spot last season fucking misusing Carson Wentz. They no. weren't in a good spot fucking dragging uh, Philip Rivers and his 1,800 kids out onto the fucking field to throw the fucking ball. Brissett would have just been a consistent uh, – like, they know what you're going to get from him. And he's going to be slow and steady, reliable. And I, I have no problem – and I mentioned the name earlier, the Alex Smith model. It can fucking work. It can win fucking games in this league. Mm -hmm. It certainly can. If you've got everything else around it working well. Offensive line, which means hopefully your running game is really good. If you got the fucking solid defense right there, like the Colts used to have, even though I think their elite defense was a little overrated for years. However, have all those pieces, an Alex Smith type guy can get you into a Super Bowl, possibly even win it. I mean, you know, I, I get it. Like, when was the last time like a a, a no name kind of guy won? Was it Dilfer maybe? Or or yeah, it's or, been a while. Um, yeah, it's it's been a while. So I get it. The league has changed. But still, you you know, you can you can get to the you know playoffs, get farther into the playoffs with a guy like Alex Smith or a guy like Jacoby Brissett. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I think the Browns aren't fucked. We might see if your theory holds true if Tua wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, it's a fair point. Uh, so Nardog asking about Foles. I you know Foles is I I, I they, okay in general he is that type of quarterback. But the year that he got the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. He transformed. He transformed into a fucking dynamic, I don't know, uh, uh, you know, Pat Mahomes type guy. And for that short stint of the playoffs, he was he he was fucking launching the ball like he was, you know, siphoning off Brett Favre's fucking uh, blood. You know, yeah. like I mean, he was he he, he was a, a true gunslinger in those playoffs. He, you know, and and that's uh, uh, that's why uh, you know Kyle loves his uh, Nick Foles so much. Well, the other reason Nick Foles was so successful in Philadelphia was they didn't put his, you know, handcuffs on him. They opened up the playbook. They let him throw. They ran trick plays. I mean, Nick Foles had as much control of that offense as Carson Wentz did. So I, I don't understand what's going on with, with some of these quarterbacks and more specifically the offensive coordinators. If this is your quarterback, if this is your guy, beat him the fucking playbook. 
open if he can't handle the playbook then he's not your guy get him out of there but if this is your starter this is your guy then put him in a position give this team a chance to win canada is killing the steelers team he did it last year with roethlisberger who wasn't near it didn't have the arm strength that trubisky does and not as mobile as trubisky is Canada is killing this team. Mike Tomlin, don't get rid of him. He might see his first losing season. Oof. So, okay, let's say that they want to start Kenny Pickett. Let's just say Trushisky's the problem, and they want to start Kenny Pickett. When do you start Kenny Pickett? I'm looking at the schedule here. Next up for the Steelers is the Jets, then the Bills, then the Buccaneers, then the Dolphins, then the Eagles, then the Saints, then the Bengals. I mean, where, where do you put him in there? You can't put him in against Buffalo. you got to let... You gotta let Mitch take a pounding in that game, right? Maybe. I mean, so I, I think you have a couple options here. Is the option one is just throw him out next week against the Jets. I think that's the best uh, one. The, you know, the, the Jets uh, defense definitely um, it's decent. Like I don't, I don't hate the Jets defense. Robert Saylor has that defense playing above its level. I, I feel, uh, but it's not. He's not going to get destroyed like he would against the Bills. So at least he gets his feet wet. But my. My problem here is uh, after after the Jets, yeah, that schedule is brutal. That schedule is absolutely fucking brutal. Where he's, you know, you're not now. Now maybe maybe he's the fucking second coming of Jesus Christ. I don't fucking know. Maybe maybe he <laughs> is a fucking Peyton Manning uh, uh, in disguise, like Eli was wearing a disguise uh, recently. Maybe it's fucking Peyton Manning in disguise. We don't fucking know that. But if if he gets his ass handed to him. Do you go back to Trushitsky? I mean, uh, you know, at that point, it's like, ah, oh, fuck, we got to turn our back on. The-. I would just say, leave Trubisky out there. Just fucking do it. Just sacrifice him. This is just it. sacrifice him and get the guy, get, you know, get, get, get your guy fucking up and running. Get, get him some uh, uh, first team reps in, in, in practice. Absolutely. And then maybe towards the tail end of the season, the last like four or five games or, you know, three, four or five games, whatever, just get him out there, get him some real fucking playing time. And then, you know what you have uh, going into the off seasons. Like, you know, I, I think we had less information on Tua before the fucking Dolphins anointed him. their fucking superstar. Right. I mean, uh, you know, uh, four games, five games, I think is enough of NFL playing time to get uh, some good footage on a guy to say, we believe that he could be a guy or we need to de- definitely draft a quarterback next year. I only mildly agree. I think you leave Trubisky in to go through that beating of that that schedule. But at this point right now, if nothing changes, nothing changes, Canada's still calling the plays, I don't give a shit who the quarterback is. It could be Tom Brady. It could be Aaron Rodgers. It could be Patrick Mahomes. If the play calling is going to be this bad, it doesn't matter who it is. There you go. All right. Probably time for a breather, right. huh? Yeah, yeah, let's take a little break. Let's talk about the book club. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone listening live right now, let's do a roll call here. Crossroads listening live right now. Thanks for joining. Haven't seen Crossroads in a while. <laughs> D. Willie 15, Gravy Stacks, Whoa. Who's Your Daddy? Mike Rose in the house today. Nard Dog Ramon joining us from the roads of Colorado. Uh, Will412 and Zuzu. So uh, crowded house today, and we fucking love it. Comment as you guys are listening. And you too could listen live and comment if you join the book club. Now, it's easy thedgens.net that's all you got to do you go there and you can register and get a free trial that is three days free yes that is so simple now you try it you you, you like it then it's only 25 dollars a month after that dot 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 for right now uh 
and you get access to all the picks, all the NASCAR stuff. Uh, darts will be coming back at some point. Uh, oh, oh my God, we've got an iceberg sighting now. Iceberg oh. has been MIA for a while. He is now listening live, joining us as well. Uh, so yeah, you can get access to those NASCAR picks, uh, college football picks. Uh, Phil on a heater in college football, by the way. Oh, yeah. uh, Kyle's NFL picks as well. Uh, you can get access to all that free stuff and hang out with DJs pretty much 24-7. If you book it over to the book club. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or seven up all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Kyle's NFL picks are self-described genius moves, too. So, Oh, self-described. Yes. Yes, yes. of course. Yeah. Except for when he's wrong. <laughs> oh, goodness. Kyle, yeah, Kyle's that, wrong? No, when did that happen? He's not wrong. No, no. He, he's, the, the whole world is wrong. <laughs> the whole world is <laughs> wrong around exactly, Kyle. Yeah. Kyle. Kyle's never wrong. The, the world is wrong around him. Um Baseball. We still we still got some baseball games to talk about here today. Uh, not a great day. Uh, Panther, how'd you do yesterday? I, I know you had at least two losses. Uh, I had at least two. I might have had mm. more. Fuck, I don't know. More. More. I'm, had more than I, two. I'm, I'm betting it for the DGens. I just <laughs> sure they appreciate the you going one and four. <laughs> Oh, listen, just fade me. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the plays. You're just not reading between the lines. <laughs> I think okay. I turned a dollar yesterday. <laughs> I'm going to channel the old Sex Panther. I've, oh, no. I'm... I think you're right, but this is scary. I know. Today is a chalky mm. fucking day. Today mm-hmm. is the day that that Max is 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 not going to take a plus line. I'm going to start off San Diego, Colorado. As bad as the Rockies were this year, there was this stretch of time where they could just not be beaten at home. That stretch is fucking gone. They have lost five <laughs> straight home games, uh, hosting a Pirates team that is still fighting for a playoff spot. Rock is going to put Ryan Feltner on the mound, take on Sean Manea. Feltner has given up three or more runs in eight of his last nine games. His home ERA is a... 6.27, which I mean, for Colorado, it's, it's pretty much average, but still a uh, guy can get hit. Manea has had a rough couple of months. However, one of his best starts of the season happened to be in Colorado. And now you you look at offense. Uh, Colorado has been struggling to score as of late. The Padres have been consistent. They've been they've been consistently being able to keep that offense coming. I think San Diego extends that losing streak for the Rockies today. Ten dollar bet on the father's. Uh, gave it a look. I, I was leaning the fathers, but I, listen, I have zero trust in Sean Manea. Yes, he had a good outing last time he played Colorado, but as you know, anything can happen in that thin air of Coors Field. Uh, I'll lean San Diego, but not a game I'm on. Yeah, I'm leaning it with you, man. This is too high, too much. Minus 160. I know. Yeah, it's yeah. what you got to do today. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to try and find an underdog, but I think you're right. I think it's a very chalky day. Yeah. So next and last one up for me. Let's talk St. Louis at Los Angeles. Dodgers have 104 wins on the season. That's and it. I do I do not see them stopping anytime soon. Hosting a Cardinals team that has still not punched their ticket into the playoffs. They've lost three of five. That's not going to help them get there. They're going to put Jose Quintana on the bump today. Quintana has almost literally been unhittable this month. He's got a .96 ERA. Hmm. However, would you like to know the three teams he's played this month? 
It's the Nationals, the Pirates, and the Reds. Ooh. So let's temper expectations against those offenses as he gets a, a tad bit more competition with L.A. today. Dodgers going to counter with Andrew Heaney. He's been uh, kind of solid for L.A. He's racked up some really impressive strikeout numbers. I don't know if you've seen this. He's uh, He's been striking out a lot of fucking people. Again, I know it's chalky. L.A. is going to keep playing baseball for the next few weeks. They're not just going to fucking wave the white flag. Uh, they're not going to make it easy for a team that they might see in the playoffs down the road. Just saying, this could be a matchup. So, $10 bet on the Dodgers. I think this is the one of the very few games I saw where the underdog actually might have a chance. Uh, Quintana's been pitching really well. I think he'll keep him in the game, but that offense for the Dodgers, it, I mean, they're just hitting. I, I keep waiting for them to take days off, but maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe their bench is just that deep. It just doesn't matter who they throw out there. Uh, I'll lean the Dodgers, but another game I'm not on. Yeah, I'm leaning the Dodgers here, too. I mean, <laughs> when you allow the least amount of runs in baseball and you score the most amount of runs in baseball, you're pretty fucking good. I'm leaning the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, more people joining live. Superfecta just joined. Wow. this is Still this waiting for his be... horse racing plays, Superfecta. Uh, eventually, eventually. He'll, uh, he'll, on, he'll, he'll drop some knowledge. Um, that's it for me, Panther. What else you got? I got four. Let's take a look at the Cubs at the Pirates. This is one of the games I did hit yesterday. Uh, we're going to do it again. Javier Assad taking the mound for the Cubbies. Going against Bryce Wilson. Bryce Wilson. Um, how do I say this? I'm trying to be nice about it, but he just sucks. <laughs> he just, I, I don't even know how to be nice about it. He's terrible. Uh, he's going to let those Cubs hitters some hits, rack up some runs. An even line. I don't even know why this is even. Uh, I think the Cubs win this pretty easily so give me ten dollars on the cubbies uh moral sport i like the cubs here today not quite enough to bet them but i do think that they probably should get the win so uh yeah i'll lean the cubs with you and hey big daddy parlay also here so oh, wow. it is it is a crowded fucking house this morning yeah apparently everyone's off of work today um <laughs> <laughs> someone's got a case of the fridays yeah no shit i i actually like this play panther plus 105 it was a minus line right before we hit record now it's a plus line hmm. Well, the Sharps are wrong because uh, I think the Cubs win. So 15 bucks on the Cubbies plus 105. I like the, yeah, that's even a better value play. Next game up, Toronto at Tampa Bay. Michael White came over from the Dodgers to Toronto, and he's not really been an answer for the Blue Jays pitching woes going against uh, Mr. Springs from Tampa Bay. I, I'm kind of maybe it has to do with that lack of run support that the Rays put out there. But I was really kind of curious that Tampa Bay was only a minus 112. I thought maybe they would actually get a plus line here. But I think Tampa Bay takes your business here. I like the Rays. Give me the Rays for 10 bucks. I'm on the opposite side of that one. I like Toronto here. It was a, was a plus line or is this is a bigger plus line now? Holy shit. Oof. Okay, that ch that changed that dramatically. Is that plus 125? Plus 125. Now? Oh. Holy fuck. It was like plus 102 not too long ago. Uh, the money is hammering the Rays right now. All over the fucking Rays. Uh, even more value. Uh, if I, uh, shit. I'm not going to do it. Well, maybe I'll do it to help Panther out. I'm almost having to bet the fucking uh, Blue Jays here. I'll lean the Blue Jays with that plus 125. Yeah, I'm leaning the Blue Jays with that plus line, but I got fucked over every which way by, you know, Canada yesterday. So just a lean. <laughs> Uh, next game up, you talked about the Brewers there in Cincinnati. I didn't hit the Reds yesterday. This isn't really bailing on the Reds. It's just bailing on the pitcher, Mike Miner. 
I like me Eric Lauer for the for the most part. I think he should be able to have handle this Reds lineup. So give me Milwaukee. This one is a little chalky. I had it minus one fifty four. Uh, so give me Milwaukee for ten bucks. Yeah, I think it's even chalkier than that, right? Minus one sixty two. Can you get any better than that? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's it's in the 160s now. Uh, moral support, lean on the Brewers with you. I do think that they get it done today. I'm going to lean the Reds with that big ass. It's almost a bet. If it keeps going up more than plus 150, oh, man, I might actually just have to take a flyer on the, the Reds. But right now, it's just a lean. Uh, last game up for me, San Francisco. Was at Arizona. This one, is, it, it screams off. I don't know want to call it trap and be interested to see the public are doing but carlos Rodon on the mound and it's only minus 125 that seems suspiciously low tyler henry isn't exactly zach Gallen. so uh yeah i'm i'm all over the giants here somebody tell me why this thing's so low 10 bucks on the g-men i don't know uh the giants are just a mediocre team anyway and they're on the road and you know uh, i i agree with you i i didn't want to bet it though i'll, I'll lean the giants with you but uh yeah i don't, I, I don't like it yeah, I'm going to take the Diamondbacks at the plus 126. I I find there's a little bit of value there. Um, so, yeah, hopefully the Sharps are wrong again on this uh, chalky day. That's it for me. All right, we are moving up here. Let's see here. There we go. Guardians are playing the Rangers. I've been a pretty big Guardians uh, fan these last you know, couple weeks or so. I've been betting them a fair amount. But uh, today it's time to bail. I think the Rangers minus 125, I like the better one is minus 113, but minus 125 is doable in my mind. I think the Rangers win a shockingly high amount of game or probability in this game. So um, yeah, give me the Rangers, 15 bucks. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. I, I'm i almost the same same sentiment i just had with toronto is i was leaning cleveland at the plus 100. Now I'm plus 125 or something like that. Like, uh, yeah, plus 116 plus 116 i i like the guardians here i'm, I'm gonna lean cleveland i think they can get it done and uh unib knowledge joining us now See, oh, wow. everyone's just i mean it's, it's late in the show but welcome anyway yeah not, not a game i'm on i like the way cleveland's been playing i mean you've been you've been making money hand over fist with this team i'm kind of surprised you're bailing on them get a small plus lineup i lean the guardians all right i gotta look i have to see what the line is before i can tell you God damn it. <laughs> I'm leaning the Phillies so fucking hard today against the Braves, but it's just too high. It's just too high. If anybody else takes it, I wouldn't complain, but okay, it's minus 150. Fuck it, I'll do it. Give me the give me the Phillies. Minus 150. Oh man, you're fucking crazy. Wow, you're fucking nuts. I there's love no the way Phillies the, today. There, there's love no, way the, no way the Braves fucking lose. I mean, uh, Nola is, he just can't win fucking games. It just, I, for some reason, like the Phillies just do not want to win for fucking Aaron Nola this year. So I, I like the Braves. I, I, I don't think they're going to fall that much farther behind the Mets, right? I mean, the Mets are out there in Oakland, which, you know, they probably get swept by the fucking A's. But, you know, I think the Braves win today. They, they lost <laughs> one nothing yesterday. I, I'm, I'm going to lean Atlanta. All right. Heather? Yeah, I don't know if you. I don't know if you're keeping Atlanta scoreless. <laughs> um, the, the Phillies, I like Aaron Ola. He's got the pitching advantage here, but you're giving me the Braves and a plus line. I think the value has to be on the Braves. You can bet it. I can put it in right now. Lock it in for you. No, I know. I know, I know you want me to do that because then the jinx will be alive and you can cash your ticket. I'm not going to do that for you. All right. Thanks for the assist. 
Max, that's all I had. Any comments you want to talk about? Yeah, let's uh, let's go through this. Uh, you know, I posted the picture of the coffee, and Nardog says it sounds like hicks, hipster coffee, mm. uh, which you said that I will love it. Oh. Uh, let's see. Scrolling down, uh, who's your daddy saying? I think I got some bad juju from fading your asterisk pick. I've been having a tough few days since then. Uh, I was talking about uh, some crack cocaine podcast, and Gravy Stack said he'd subscribe to it. Uh, who's your daddy saying he worked with Matt Canada when he was at IU, and he doesn't know how that guy failed up that high? <laughs> uh, Nardog saying even the receivers don't like Trashitsky. Deontay Johnson was visibly upset with him for missing him on the first drive. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Ramon saying, I feel like Steelers receivers have done with Mitch as well. Iceberg saying hi to us, and everyone welcome him back. Iceberg likes Baltimore plus 1.5. He likes San Diego money line. Uh, Ramon talking about Manea, go fathers. Um, Panther going undefeated today, Ramon saying. Oh, Iceberg uh, saying for, for some reason he likes Pittsburgh, though. Uh, Iceberg also Texas money line, and he mentioned the Baltimore 1.5. And Ramon uh, saying since joining, he set his alarm to 645. Before that, his lazy <laughs> ass would be up at 730. And Unum is saying morning to us. So that is the comment recap. All right. What did we talk about today? We talked about uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, where they're at. Cleveland Browns, where they're at. Talked about uh, Trushitsky and Matt Canada. Ooh, that's... That's a, that's a hell of a combo there. And we talked about baseball, of course, Max. That is it. That is it. Let us know anything but our picture. Picks anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please. Highest rating. Comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single fucking episode. Panther, take us home. You need a pick, don't you? I need a pick. Okay. Uh, I will give you the San Diego Padres. Arch. I'll take the Phillies since you love them so much. Uh, okay, and you like the Cubs, so I like the Cubs. I'll take the Cubs. Now, before we get out of here, I got to do a little bit of business. We've had, since yesterday's podcast, three new subscribers. We need to welcome P. Freeman39, joined us yesterday morning, Felix the Cat, last last night, and G.J. Hensley joined us again this morning. So welcome, guys. Welcome to the asylum. Welcome to the degeneracy. Get in there and join the book club and shoot the ship with us. Call us out by name. Join all the little groups, little hashtags we have in here. We talk about everything. Table games, spicy memes, you name it. We do it. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.